Welcome to the Terminal Value Podcast, where we bring you business-focused interviews with thought leaders and executive decision-makers to deliver actionable information for founders, CEOs, and finance leaders to take your organization to the next level. I'm your host, Doug Atberg, and I'm looking forward to getting the conversation started. Welcome to the Terminal Value Podcast. We have Robert Kennedy with us, uh, or Robert Kennedy III, as it says on his LinkedIn profile. And what we are going to talk about today is business storytelling. And at first blush, that could sound like it's a little fluffy, but it really isn't. And this is actually one of the things that I had to come to grips with in my career, which is that in order to really influence people, you actually have to really be able to tell a meaningful story. And that the fundamentals of telling a story actually aren't really all that different as you cross domains. So a lot of people think of storytelling as like something that you do around a campfire with a flashlight, um, you know, to, to when you're trying to scare a bunch of little scouts. Uh, but it's that that is certainly one domain. Uh, but there are actually a lot of other domains. Uh, Robert, uh, don't let me talk too much. Introduce yourself for a second. Hey, how you doing, uh, Doug? My name is Robert Kennedy III. You've mentioned that already. So I'm just repeating you and being redundant right now, but I am a business owner. I'm the president for Kinetic Communications, a training firm here in Maryland where we work with leaders, helping them to deliver critical messages with confidence. And I also run the founder moderator of the Storytellers Growth Lab online. And we work with small business owners, helping them to create greater visibility through storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so and I think kind of unpacking this idea of storytelling, uh, I think, is really important because, you know, ultimately, you know, and uh, I may here I'm just a second. Uh, so for those of you who are uh, on video, I am looking through. OK, yes, a book. Uh, so for those of the uh, younger audience, you know, the people who are on video, I was just get, going up to my bookshelf. Uh, for those of you who are younger, I am holding what's called a book, uh, which is made with paper and glue. Um, you uh, so, but there's one of my favorite books on storytelling. It's called The Writer's Journey. Uh, if you can probably see it on the camera here, and so, but what it is is it's actually a uh, an expose into the proverbial hero's journey, which was first popularized in Greek mythology. But in a lot of ways, a good story has all the elements of the hero's journey, right? You know, it has the, the call to adventure, the refusal of the call, uh, has the conflict, the time of maximal despair, uh, has prevailing, and then it, ta- it has, you know, kind of bringing the, um, you know, bringing the elixir of knowledge uh, back to the ordinary world. You know, that, you know, those are the, the hero's journey elements. And if you really think about it, you can move, you can put those into most any presentation, any sales letter, any web copy, uh, you can build those elements into just about anything you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and absolutely. so, so, so anyway, yeah, don't, don't let me monologue the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love that. I think for your, you're going through that book and Kirk Vonnegut, for those of you that are familiar with story, storytelling is yes. one of the big proponents of the hero's journey and, and all of the different yeah. places that, that it can take you. And so I love to use storytelling and I, I'm a big proponent of having business owners use storytelling yeah. as a way to frame their information because we've got so much stuff. We've got so much data, so much information being chucked at us each day. And as a matter of fact, if you're in the corporate world, when I go into a lot of corporate meetings, mm-hmm. all of the all of the meetings, all of the presentations are the same. Yeah, we're here to talk about the the ERG department. And yeah, we, we need five million dollars to do this. 
because there are 25% of these and we need more resources and blah, 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 blah. And we need to do it by December 31st. Otherwise our funding will be re reduced. You know, yeah. we need some synergistic options in order to. And so, <laughs> so you're like, okay, how can we make this any more boring? Is there a yes. more interesting way that we can present information, a more compelling way that we can present information in order to help people not just take it in, but then move to action based on the information that they heard. So yeah. storytelling is key in, the, in that regard. And I think this is, this is actually one of the things that I unconsciously rebelled against for a lot of my career and I'm probably not as good at as I need to be, but it's really about making people feel the story you're trying to convey. And, you know, of course, my, my background is, you know, finance uh, and information and IT in the technology industry. So, you know, we, we are talking about the nerdiest of nerdy people, you know, this, this is the driest of dry areas. Uh, you know, it's, it's numbers, it's data, and I was all about the numbers and data, and it is not compelling in any way, shape, or form. Uh, if that's what you're relying on, you better have good political connections, because otherwise, you'll get smacked down every time time yeah uh, and i think that's the that, that's one of the reasons at least why i think this idea is so uh so interesting to me is the the idea of really of figuring out how to take the idea you're trying to convey and turn it into a compelling story and that's actually a lot harder i think than a lot of people believe people say okay yeah telling a story how hard is that it's actually right really hard it's actually yeah. not easy yeah. Well, I'm going to I'm going to flip it, the script a little bit. I think it's actually easier than most people okay. think. The All right. Challenge Good news, is, yeah, the issue is that most people have an incorrect or a narrow idea of what storytelling is. So you started out the broadcast by talking about around the campfire yeah. <laughs> with the flashlight going yep. up and trying to scare people. You know, storytelling. Uh, we just we just passed through this holiday in the United States here in last Thursday of November, everybody gets around yeah. the table, there's turkey, and we tell stories and we do all sorts of stuff. Yeah. As a kid, you're growing up and your mama said, your mama told you bedtime stories on your way to bed, <laughs> right? So we, we're thinking about once upon a time, we're thinking about frozen, let it go. Let We're thinking about those type. we're thinking about these stories. You actually and... held that note pretty well. <laughs> yeah. So we're thinking about these things in the business setting and we're saying, oh, my gosh, I don't want anybody singing. Let it go in the business in, in my office. So, yeah, let's let's just move stories out of the way. But the truth is that stories are an emotional tie. And here's the thing that even in the financial world, even in what is thought to be the left brain world, we still make decisions emotionally. You know, let it, it, all things considered, even if there are two things that have identical numbers, identical data, identical statistics, we make a decision at the end of the day based on a gut or what we feel yeah. emotionally. If I go to a car dealership and there's a, a salesman meets me at the door, he says, hey, there's these two vehicles on the showroom floor. They're both identical. They both have the same engines. They both have the same horsepower. They're both the same year. They both have the same capabilities. They both go the same speed. Right. What I want you to do is go to the showroom floor and look at the both of them and choose one of them. So you go to the showroom floor and you see one of them. And the first one that you see is is shiny blue and it's nice and and it's 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 got really bright colors. Right. The coloring is really bright. And you yeah. can just imagine yourself sitting in the front seat of that baby going down the block. And then you see the other one 
And the other one has a green hood. It's got orange doors. It's got a brown trunk. It's the roof is 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 pink. And, and I've seen those kind of cars in New York, by the way. I grew up in, in the Bronx. <laughs> so you, you look at these two vehicles who he's told you they're identical. The statistics, the data yeah, the numbers is the identical same. on both of them. Which one do you choose? The one that makes you feel a little bit better. The one that that there's an emotional tie. Yeah. There's an emotional thing here. Well, and, uh, and and especially because the, the, the type of thing that I'm thinking of is, um, and uh, I'm actually, I'm thinking back to um, well, or I guess what I'm thinking is that, you know, the, the difference in, you know, kind of how a story makes you feel doesn't have to be that big in order right. to tip the scales. It's because right. you know, there'll be a lot of situations where you'll have a lot of different alternatives that are by objective analysis, pretty close. And so yeah. you don't need to tip the scales by that much in most cases in order to yeah. move the decision maker in your favor. And right. I think that's, that, that's the thing is that you know, the storytelling does not need to have a, it does not need to have an epic world shaking impact. If it does, that's amazing. Um, but you don't need to have that much of an impact in most cases to have, make a very meaningful difference. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I think one of the things that's scary for people is when we say you're saying you don't have to have that much of an impact. I think we are talking about uh, people having struggles with, okay, so what story do I tell? How do I tell a story or how do I choose a story that's going to make my data stand out or make my information or make my statistics stand out? And sometimes it's not really about choosing a story. It's about using what I call storytelling structure or using a story framework to structure the information that you are sharing. So every story has some consistent elements. You talked about the hero's journey and there are a lot of different story types. There are um, what I call, what we call in media res. There's, There's spark lines. There's a lot of different story types. You can yeah. kind of go look those up, right? But all of them have four elements that are consistent throughout all of them. Element number one, every story has a context, right? Yeah. It's really what's going on, what who, what's who, what's happening in people's world, what who's wearing what clothes, what the challenges, or you know, what what's going on right now. As a matter of fact, when I was a kid, I used to watch this show with my mom. My mom watch the show called Golden Girls. I don't know if you remember that. Talk, yes, talk about dating. Yes, I do. Yes, right? I do. So <laughs> in Golden Girls, there were these four ladies in Miami. And I'm explaining for those of those, those of your listeners who are like 30 and below. <laughs> 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 right? So there were these four ladies. They lived in Miami. And the oldest one, one of the mothers of the, they were all retirees. Yep. Her name was Sophia. And Sophia told stories every episode. And she started them out the same way every time. Picture it, Sicily, 1923, you know, whatever it was, she would start out, picture it, Sicily, and give us a date, right? What was she doing? She was telling you the location. She was telling you the date, but she was also doing something else. She was literally hijacking your brain and causing you to start thinking or injecting yourself into a certain scene, right? And so... That's part of what contextualizing or what storytelling does. In the business world, we call that level setting. Yeah. What, what, what's going on? What's happening now? What's, what's been happening over the last three months? All right? Yes. 
Yeah. So, well, and because I think one of the things that as you're talking that I'm thinking about is your earlier, yeah. you know, number of years ago in my career, one of the things that we were trying, that I was trying to influence uh, management to do was to fund network security upgrades because I was working mm-hmm. somewhere where the security was truthfully atrocious. Yeah. Um, and we got about a quarter of the way there because uh, our chief information officer, who I worked for, uh, he told the story about when he worked at another company and they had a ransomware attack and it shut them down for a month. Yeah. Uh, what you know, but I think the way to take it to the next level is to really set up the story that feels in context for the company now. Exactly. And say, okay, now let's say that we, you know, and let's go through one of the typical attack vectors. Let's say that one of our network controllers gets hacked, and the, and then that when that network controller gets hacked. So I'm being a little dorky for, uh, you know, for the uh, benefit of the techies <laughs> out there. Um, you know, then there's a, uh, you know, there's an IT, you know, there's a, um, there's an information security. Uh, attack that gets back and that gets back into our servers and then it encrypts all of our all of our files and then we're yeah. you know then what we have to do is we have to do all of our record keeping everything through spreadsheets email manual tracking um and then we need to cut manual checks and it do as you start ramping up the pain of what you're going to have to do and all this happens that's when they say okay all right i get it what do you need right Right. As opposed exactly. to what we ended up having to do was we ended up having to fight for every single dollar. We had to wow. fight for every dollar. Yeah. And yeah. so, so yeah, that, that was, so what you're saying speaks to me, uh, particularly because, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like I should know how important this is, but I feel like I'm not as good at doing it as I need to be. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, I think if we, if we break it down to the simple elements, I think it's easy enough for anybody to realize yeah. you, you can be stronger but if you have the basic framework, you know, okay, yeah, I need to go from A to B to C to D, right? So yep. context, setting a context is, is one of the essential pieces. The next thing that the next element of storytelling that all stories include, all really good stories include, is characters. Who, who are the characters? Who are the people that are doing the thing? Who are the people that are experiencing it? Who does it affect, right? Yep. Because you just told about a ransomware attack Okay, we can just go and talk about ransomware attacks, but who is the, who's getting affected? Yesterday, I turned on my TV. I have a fire TV in my office, right? And I tried to turn yeah. it on, and it said, home, you're, we're not able to get this. I didn't realize what was going on, but I found out later on that Amazon AWS had a huge outage yesterday. And so, Ow. right. So they had this huge outage in, in one of their, in, in, in Virginia, where a lot of their servers are. Yeah. And so... I didn't know about this, but it affected me. So well, what and, does and you Amazon... Think about that. AWS, you know, that, that's like, from a tech perspective, that's like the sun shining. I mean, yeah. AWS having an outage is like, yeah. how does that even happen? It was huge. I, Amazon went down, other, other sites. I was supposed to do a podcast interview yesterday. Riverside FM was the, was the service that the, per, the person was using, and they couldn't yeah. do the podcast because AWS was down. So, so you, when you talk about, when you share the stories, who is it affecting? Who is the audience? Who are you talking to? What is the experience that they're having about this? And, and what is that emotional, right? This it's yeah. So, well, and uh, particularly because, you know, you think about like, uh, you you think about the shows that you get hooked on through prime or Netflix. And because what happens is you get emotionally attached to one of the characters and then they start going into their time of conflict. You know, it's like a, 
well, it, it, it's kind of funny. I'm, uh, depending on when this airs, I may be dating myself, but um, yeah. uh, a, few, a couple of years ago, my daughter really got into Stranger Things. And so that prompted a, uh, you know, a stream of consciousness of questions about the 80s, which actually ended yeah. up being a bonding moment for us. But, uh, but yeah, you know, you get attached to the characters yeah. and then you want to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's when you are able to do that, that's a point of connection, because I think in presenting or in storytelling, connection is the ultimate goal, right? Yeah. You connect. And then if you're able to connect, then you're able to move people to action. All right. I, I call those messages that move. Right? Yeah, messages so, that move. I like it. Yeah. So if you're able to get, if you're able to connect with people, see where they are, understand what their, their needs are and understand what they care about. Yeah. Then you're more likely to be able to influence people. So that's one of the things that that storytelling really is is pointed towards. That's why we use storytelling. So mm -hmm. you've got context, you've got characters. And then the third piece of storytelling here is, is conflict. Yeah. Every good story has conflict. Literally, you would not listen to a story or watch a movie if there was no conflict. Right. Several yeah. years ago, there was this guy, he and his wife decided that they wanted to send their child away. And so they packed him in a spaceship. They sent him to this planet. He landed and he was founded in this cornfield by this family. They, they found him. They sent him to high school, sent him to college. After college, he walked. He, he started working at a newspaper. He met this lady. He lived happily ever after with her. The end. You're like... That sucked. Give me my fifteen ninety nine back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, 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 what else happened? I mean, what 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 was the point of this? I mean, why'd you tell me that? Right. So this is like the the, the non-conflict Superman story. There's got to be a villain. Yeah, there's got to be something broken. There's got to be tension. There's got to be drama. Right. And this is why. Why is that? Because we, we live in a real world and we experience tension, drama, broken stuff all the time. Well, and so, uh, I mean, and the thing is, there's actually there, there's a, a, another story element, especially in yeah. Superman, which, of course, is Superman is, you know, the invincible, unbeatable person, unless you right. happen to have a piece of kryptonite around you, in which right. case he's, you know, in which case, basically, he's a two week old puppy. Right, <laughs> right, right. So yeah. how do you so how do you fix that? So yeah. what, you, you, you add the conflict, the, the characters and the 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 uh, context together. You're really saying to your audience, you're really saying to your, your, your team, your company, I understand what's going on with you. This is, this is your why. Yeah. This, I understand what's happening in, in your world. I'll give you another example. I, I was sitting, I lived in the state of Massachusetts and I was sitting okay. in my living room. My, my doorbell rang and I ran to the door. Well, I didn't run. I just kind of sauntered over casually. <laughs> I went to the door. I looked Rick ran is more and, dramatic. Yeah, Exactly. And there was this guy standing in the driveway and he had this display board with him. So I go out uh -huh. and he says, hey, my name's Mark and I'm going around to the different families in your neighborhood. We're selling carpet. We've got a lot of different types of carpet. We got Berber. We have uh, Austin Power Shag. We have all these. And we went through a bunch of different things. And he had these little swatches on the display yep. board. And I felt them. I said, oh, OK, cool. That's nice. And I went through this with him for about three minutes. Then after he was done, I opened up my door. And I said, my entire house is hardwood. <laughs> right? we, don't, we, don't, we don't need carpet. So he spent all of that time talking about something and didn't even know if it was something that I needed. He had no idea what my, yeah. what, yeah, right? So he started, he led with the, the product. He led with 
the solution. And that's often what we do in, in business, right? So, it's easy to do. It's so easy yeah. to do. It's yeah. because, you know, it's, you know, it, it, it feels like it's, you know, it, it just feels it's factual. It's okay. You know, mm-hmm. this is what I do. We provide X for Y that does Z. Right. Um, right. But, but the thing is, but it's like, you know, if, you know, when, yeah, when you leave with the product, it, it doesn't necessarily engage people. Right. And it's, it's kind of funny that it just, just makes me think that uh, you just think about how many different ways I can and should be better <laughs> about yeah. creating a story to engage people uh, mm-hmm. and help them learn about, you know, what it is that I do uh, to help them kind of really feel how it could help them. Yeah. Yeah. This, I mean, he, I mean, using this story, how could he have done this better? He could have said, Hey dude, and we used oil back then, yeah. right. In, in Massachusetts, because we had, we, our houses were older. So our, our heating system was oil. He could have said, dude, does your oil bill piss you off? <laughs> right. And, and I would have said, yeah, you know what? We're paying way too much. And he could have gone on and said, yeah, I know. I've spoken with a lot of the families in this area and they're telling me that their oil bills are astronomical. As a matter of fact, over the last two years, their oil bills have been just going up and up and up. What if I shared with you, there was a way that you could decrease your oil bill while improving the value of your home. I would have said, yeah, yeah, tell me about it. He said, well, listen, I don't know if you know this, but statistically carpeting on floors helps to insulate your home and helps you to keep your heat in and then your oil bill will ultimately go down, right? Would you, you want to hear a little bit more yeah. about this? Yeah, cool. Let's, let's talk about it. So he, he could have gone through, yeah. that's a simple, quick story. Simple right? story. Started with the conflict and it's okay to start with a conflict. You start with a conflict high gas or oil pit oil yeah. oil prices right he moved into the character which is me he's talking to me and then he'd spoken about he talked about the context okay yeah i've been walking around the neighborhood and over the last two years people have been saying blah 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 blah, blah. i'm like now my pump is prime yeah yeah right? yeah, yeah exactly exactly yeah you know, kind of set the hook and now yeah. you're, now, now you're coming along with him yeah yeah so I now he it. can he can present that that fourth c so we got context, character, conflict, and that fourth C conclusion. That's 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 your product. How do you fix my problem? How do you yeah. fix the challenge that that's, yeah. that's happening in the world? Oh, that's a that that's amazing. Love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, well, let's see. So um, you know, uh, tell us, uh, Leo. Let, let's make sure that we're amping up the value a little more. Uh, so yeah. uh, you know, uh, before you tell everybody where they can find out a little more, uh, give us one last nugget of wisdom. What's you know, one last insight people can take home and put into practice right away? Wow, uh-huh. that's that's big. So I'll I'll share this. Uh, one of the things that I like to do. We just talked about Sophia hijacking your brain. Yeah. And one of the things that is most important is when you speak or when you begin to present any type of presentation, work, boardroom, meeting, you want to grab people's attention pretty quickly. You've got just a few seconds to do that. One of the easiest ways I've found to grab attention is by doing something simple, asking a question. And not every question is a great question. You want to ask a question that allows them to transport themselves to a place, not just a yes or no question, but a question like, how did it feel when you experienced this? Or maybe it's not a question. It's a, it's, there's a word that I love and, and movie producers use this word all the time. Imagine, 
imagine. imagine if you lived in a world where, yeah, <laughs> right? So that you, you want to transport people to a different place. So asking a question is a really good way to do that. Our brains have this thing, this, this trigger known as instinctive elaboration, which simply means that we can't help but answer the questions in our minds when they're asked. Right? Oh, that's so excellent. Ask a question. And that's a really good way to start engaging with people. And then you can move into your, your story fr format or framework from there. Outstanding. Well, okay. So that's, you have your value for the day. Ask a question to start the engagement, go through the four C's. Uh, and uh, Robert, let everybody know where they can find out a little more. Awesome, man. I'm, I'm easy to find Robert Kennedy three on all social platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, I'm mad. There's somebody else that has Robert Kennedy three on TikTok. I haven't been able to get it yet. <laughs> They're not even active, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not doing much on TikTok right now, but my <sighs> website is robertkennedy3.com. That's my speaker website. And as Doug mentioned earlier on, Kinetic Communications is our training company website. Outstanding. Well, Robert, really appreciate your time today. Thank you, Doug. I really appreciate being here. All right. Awesome. Thank you for listening to the Terminal Value Podcast. Share it with your friends by sending them to TerminalValuePodcast.com. For more information, please visit BusinessOfLifeLLC.com for full access to Doug's products and services. All rights reserved. No part of this broadcast may be produced in any form by any means without written permission from Business of Life LLC. All trademarks and brands referred to herein are the property of their respective owners.